Kieran Howes here, Head of Content at HR Grapevine and your podcast host for this episode. I'm joined today by Stacey Lohman. She is the Head of Employee Wellbeing at Claro Wellbeing and she's also a prolific financial coach with a really amazing history in the business. And so that should give you a bit of an inkling of what we're talking about today. It's all about financial well-being. We're going to look for some key solutions for you, regardless of what size organization you have, regardless of what size of budget you have. And we're also going to be exploring the current state of play for financial well-being. So let's dive into the conversation. So Stacey, thanks so much for joining me today. Do you mind just telling the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. So my name's Stacey Lohman. Uh, I'm Head of Employee Wellbeing and a Financial Coach at Claro Wellbeing. I've got 14 years of experience in investment banking, asset management, fintech, Uh, was self-employed as a financial coach for a couple of years living out of my camper van around Europe through the global pandemic. And thankfully, Claro found me um, at the beginning of 2021. So I've been here since. Brilliant. Well, thank you for that. So obviously, we're talking about financial well-being today. It's an extremely, extremely topical issue right now. But when we're talking about that, what actually is it? What what does financial well-being really mean? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I guess it's like the the conversation around money is becoming, you know, more and more common and people are more comfortable talking about money. These buzzwords have started to emerge, financial well-being being one of them, um, financial independence, financial confidence, things like that. And it is really difficult for us to translate those kind of aspirational concepts into kind of a tangible definition that as an individual we can look at and say okay this is the state of my financial well-being and these are steps I should be taking to improve my financial well-being but I like to think of it as kind of feeling secure both in the present and in the future and feeling like you have freedom of choice to make decisions that you know create a lifestyle that you want now and in the future too so there's those sorts of four areas feeling secure and like you have freedom of choice both now and in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great summary of of exactly why this conversation is so important as well. But to add to that, could you give us a bit of a state of play for where we are with financial well-being? Obviously, we're in quite an unusual time for it. Yeah, absolutely, we are. And in a weird way, kind of the global pandemic and the current cost of living crisis has been a catalyst for for financial well-being to really come into the spotlight but it's happened quite quickly and i think where we are with financial well-being now is kind of where we were with mental health about 10 years ago so conversations are beginning to happen you know both at work and at home which is great and lots of innovation and experts and new types of roles in the financial well-being space are are beginning to emerge too. So, you know, as with lots of things about money, it's usually kind of brought to the forefront of our mind as individuals and as a collective when we're learning from difficult experiences. 
And there is this, you know, collective struggle at the moment around the cost of living. And, you know, inflation is so high and our bills have been soaring and our budgets are just being squeezed. It's kind of an unavoidable. It's something that we're all in, all in together to varying degrees. Yeah. So, you know, it's almost like along with the issue rising in prominence, the solutions are also kind of rising in prominence. And that's maybe it's like necessity is the mother of invention, isn't it, in a way? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're kind of in this emerging space at the moment, which is great because the cry for help is very loud at the moment. And the industry is is responding to that. Typically, you would only seek professional expert help when you had a certain level of wealth already and you would go to a traditional financial advisor. But that obviously excludes so much of society who want financial literacy and, and financial support around, you know, the fundamentals of finance and managing our personal finances. And that was previously a gap that the industry wasn't meeting. And thankfully now, through the emergence of financial coaching and various products and services and innovations for workplace well-being, there are organisations like Claro now that are looking to to fill that gap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've got an issue that has arisen that needs needs some solution. We've got products and services that are rising to meet the challenge. However, in the middle there is HR. You know, we have a HR audience who are going to be listening to this right now, and they're going to be wondering to what extent focusing on financial well-being is their responsibility. So I'm wondering what your answer is to that. Yeah, I guess, especially in the culture in the UK, money has been a taboo subject for a while and and I guess beyond talking about salary and, and core benefits we haven't really shared personal financial information uh, in any explicit way with our employer before but because so many of us have felt excluded from the financial services industry and now we're at a point where we are seeking out that financial support our employer is one of the obvious Um, areas we can go to to seek out that help and support Mm -hmm. and it's also lots of research emerging at the moment around just the extent of the impact poor financial well-being can have on your workforce so like many other organizations Claro has done national research with employees and we've found really powerful statistics around For example, five days per employee per year on average are spent managing or thinking about their personal finances through doing financial tasks at work or just thinking about and worrying about money. And about two thirds of people that we surveyed admitted to or were aware of their performance and productivity at work being impacted by their personal money worries or or financial stress. So it really does have an impact on how your people can show up to and and perform at work. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It's it's interesting to hear it put that way, but it is our, our financial well-being is intrinsically intertwined with our overall well-being, which obviously impacts productivity and even turnover, you know, because so many people, I guess, at the moment have been tempted away by other companies looking for great talent. And 
offering a bit more or offering some other solutions that current employees don't offer? Yeah, absolutely. Clara did some research with the Money Charity and Mental Health UK in 2021. And, you know, we found that we feel financial loss a lot more than we feel financial gain. So things like a pay rise have, you know, a very short term boost to our financial well-being and to our well-being overall. But that very quickly kind of falls away. Whereas if you feel a financial loss like a, you know, unexpected emergency that needs to be paid for or a sudden rise in our household bills, that has a a, a stronger negative impact on our well-being and stays with us for longer. Mm -hmm. So in terms of taking care of financial well-being, with pressure on salaries specifically, offering pay rises, which is absolutely an important part of of the equation that needs to be considered, but it might not always be the most sustainable solution and actually longer term offering financial well-being services that supports people in building that financial resilience building that ability to survive financial shocks can have a larger more positive impact on on your people's well-being longer term and you know may stop them looking therefore elsewhere just for salary right i mean you raise a a, a very pivotal point in our conversation here it's it's about the idea that people are struggling financially so you just raise salaries and that is just not sustainable thinking is it really because we this isn't just a, a crisis facing employees it's a crisis facing everyone and a lot of businesses are doing their all to survive in this time some didn't even have the ability to up salaries before this situation occurred so so I think therein lies the kind of the, the meat of the conversation that we're going to be discussing throughout the rest of this podcast. And uh, for our audience, what we've decided to do is break down what maybe some of the key solutions are for for you into three main pots. So the first one is if maybe you don't have much money to spend and maybe you're you know you're also quite time strapped you're looking for maximum impact there it's it's the it's the baseline to get a, a financial well-being initiative up and running the second is having a more reasonable healthy budget to spend and and a, a, you know some team time to invest in that maybe hr personnel to help you out there and then finally we're also going to look at if you have a really good amount of money to spend it's something that your leadership's very bought into and you have you know some good people resource there what are the options for you at the other end of the scale so stacy it's fantastic to have someone with me who can who can really kind of delve into this first things first let's look at the the first persona that we're talking about here then people who maybe don't have that much money to spend and have some time, but it's limited. Where are the key areas that they can kind of bolster the support that they're giving to their staff financially? Sure. I really like the way that we've broken this down. So if there's, you know, a small budget and not much time, the first place to start is breaking down the taboo of talking about money in, in the workplace and really understanding which areas of your finances your your people actually need help and support with. Um, and the results can often surprise you. So, you know, if you're strapped for time and little budget, 
look at you know what already what infrastructure already exists within the organization team meetings regular one-to-ones HR surveys any kind of community events and how can you start to include financial well-being in that can you add like an item on an agenda to talk about the cost of living crisis can you use a community event to you know share ideas or tips on on what people are are doing to to take care of their money can you add a couple of questions to an impulse survey or 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 send out an anonymous questionnaire to to really understand what are the top financial concerns um, of your your people or what it is that they're really struggling with and that might not be a one-off exercise you know we have to we ha- as the employer, we have to consistently show up and, and demonstrate to our employees that they can trust us with that information. We will act upon it within, you know, within our budget and time constraints. And um, we are really listening to, to, to what, what you need. And we know that it takes some time to build all of that. And it's also kind of demonstrating as the employer that that you're also transparent. So it goes two ways. So have you had a town hall or conversation with your employees about how the business itself has been impacted by the cost of living crisis. Mm-hmm. For example, I mean, a couple of things that I've seen, seen like started in organizations we work with, some organizations have started like an anonymous spreadsheet that you can add to where any employee can go on and share money saving tips or voucher codes or discount codes that they have. I really like that example because it you know, it helps build that financial confidence amongst your teams that like, actually, I'm not all bad with money. There are some good things that I do. And, it, you know, starts a conversation whilst being very cheap and easy to implement, mm-hmm. or even just having on your HR intranet, a page where you signpost very credible financial resources or, or places of free support people can go to for different financial challenges a couple of ways claro can help we have on our website a free financial well-being calculator where you as the employer can input the industry that you're in the average age of your employees and the average salary of your employees and then that collates information and research from your very credible organizations and and sources and gives you an average of how many of your team are likely to have a debt problem or are likely to have saved for an emergency fund or um, how financially confident they feel, various metrics like that, which provides a benchmark for you to perhaps go to your organization and say, this might be the problem that we're facing. Let's have a conversation with employees to see if like, or do a questionnaire so we can compare ourselves to those average numbers um, and see what comes out of that. We also have a free financial wellbeing calculator that highlights all of the kind of personal finance related dates or or weeks or important milestones throughout the year that can act as a really nice prompt to do like a newsletter or a survey or set up a lunchtime conversation around these dates. So people, so you can keep the communication consistent and people can see that you're really committed to this as a topic. Mm-hmm. So lots of kind of free, easy to implement things that you can do that starts you know, breaking down the taboo of talking about money and getting your employees involved in the conversation to identify specific areas where they need support. It's incredibly encouraging that there is so much that you can do 
without actually spending much at all. It's really just about getting the investment of your people, isn't it? And the grounds of this first persona, this first uh, person who you know who who doesn't have much money but has a bit of time to spend on this, this is where probably everyone should start. I mean, you know, getting that conversation going, breaking down the taboo. And then also being very honest about where the business is. That that sounds like really good advice, regardless of where you are on this scale. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. So, well, let's let's have a look at the second persona then. So these are people with a bit more of a budget to spend. It's it's healthy. They have some time to invest, maybe a, a HR team, some people who are very keen to kind of get involved. Where are the next steps that you go after you've kind of built yourself a a, a nice base to build on yeah totally um so once you've started you know collecting those data points um and opening up the conversation so you're clearer on what your employees actually need alongside that I would be reviewing the benefits that you already have on offer what's already in place what's the engagement and uptake of those benefits what's the feedback are your employees do they think they're still relevant are they aligned to the needs and wants that your employees are now sharing Um, and what gaps do you have in that offering so making sure you're making the most of what you've already got and then it's about investing in financial education so again this could be really simple things like starting to build a library in your workplace of personal finance books or inviting personal finance guest speakers in specifically to address the topics that have come up from feedback from your employees Um, and involving the team leaders managers anyone from from all levels of the organization in the program itself So something that Claro has recently launched is financial first aid training, where it's a couple of days where, um, you know, a number of your employees can can spend with a Claro financial coach. And it's an accredited course to train people to be financial first aiders, recognize the signs of financial stress, be an approachable and confidential um, colleague that people can come to to ask for help or to share a to share a money challenge that they're going through and we will give them credible resources and education sites that they can share with those employees in a confidential way to support them and then your financial first aiders can also act as champions for your benefit strategy to be a trusted place of two-way communication between HR and the wider team to test and trial any financial well-being services or programs that you want to launch before you implement it more widely and just generally act as a as a financial well-being champion within the organization i love that idea uh, everyone has heard of mental health first aiders you know a lot of companies have have instituted mental health first aiders amongst the workforce we know it's a great 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 way of increasing that conversation around mental health and actually targeting people and helping them out and um but we're discrediting how important financial well-being is by this not being something that's ubiquitous in all companies i'm i really love that idea Finally, we come on to the the third cohort here. This is probably big companies with thousands of employees, 
They've got a good budget to spend. Obviously, leadership are very, very bought in on the idea of financial well-being. They have unlimited time or people resource, probably a really good HR team behind them. And they're just looking for some direction to get the most bang for their buck there. What do you say to those people? I mean, this this is the ideal scenario, right? And when you've got the budget and you've got the time, what's important is you offering an inclusive financial wellbeing program that everyone in your team can benefit from. So that is when you want personalization in your offering. So, you know, the creme de la creme of personalization is human one-to-one financial coaching, where each of your employees has access to an accredited financial coach that can really give that personalized education guidance and support on your specific financial challenges Um, and that can be done you know in the workplace it can be done by that I mean in person it can be done virtually Claro hosts our one-to-one sessions over zoom for example Mm -hmm. that high level of, of personalization is is the creme de la creme but you can also have you know for your harder to reach employees perhaps um they're not comfortable talking about money with somebody else or they're working on a production line or driving all day or um, have shift work a digital platform that has on-demand courses and content recordings of any sessions that you do um, so they can access it in their own time in a situation that is most suitable to them. Also on the Claro platform, we have budgeting tools where it uses open banking to connect individuals' bank accounts in a secure, confidential way. Employers will never know that level of information about you. So you can look at your spending um, in different categories, get personalized insights so you can make, you know, habits that are really kind of embedded in the reality of your own situation. And then we have a monthly webinar on there. We also host something really cool that we're calling Finance Fridays, but I guess you could do on on any day. And this is um, this is like a virtual co-working hour. So a lot of feedback we get from employers and employees alike is, you know, once we've once we've given the education on the cost of living, on how to buy your first home, on how to start investing. The challenge is finding the time and the motivation to actually get through your financial to-dos. So we all have money tasks on our to-do list that we that we keep putting off or never getting around to. So Claro's way of addressing that is to host these virtual co-working sessions that are facilitated by one of the financial coaches. And people can join anonymously if they like, or they can get involved in the conversation. And it's a dedicated lunchtime let's say where you can join and we do you know we share at the start what we want to get done that day I want to better understand my energy bill I want to find my logging details for my pensions dashboard I want to read that course on how to start investing whatever it might be and then you know we ask for help if we need it and then we go on mute and actually get the work done and by the end of the session, you know, celebrate the progress that we were able to make. And you can set that up on your own if you'd like to, if the budget isn't there. Um, or you can have it hosted by by Claro on our platform. So we're trying to innovate in this space and really listen to what employers and employees are saying to us 
to be able to offer that personalized approach if if the time and budget allows what i would say is you know the benefit of having a specialized expert provider in financial well-being is obviously the regulatory nature of some financial topics and and needing mm-hmm. to to have those expertise with you know experience the relevant qualifications in the area of finances many hr teams just wouldn't have that i mean and why would they so it's great to see organizations like claro being able to offer that that expert guidance yeah absolutely absolutely a, a really important point to to maybe conclude our conversation is the fact that i'm sure you'll agree with me here stacy that the key is doing something isn't it you know it doesn't matter where you find yourself on that scale if you're trying to help people with financial well-being then you're heading in the right direction and it's never done is it just like everything in hr's <laughs> remit there's no uh, there's no tick to be had here because it's not a tick box thing um so yeah i th- i think that's really important to highlight that if you're if you're trying if you've listened to this and you've noted some stuff down that you're going to try then you're doing a you're doing a good job already by just doing something absolutely well thank you so much for your time stacy it's been a pleasure to speak to you and to our audience we look forward to seeing you again next week thanks kieran